Welcome to Mentors on the Mic podcast and part two of a special bonus mini series with Heidi Dean. I'm your host, Michelle Simone Miller, a New York City native actress with credits in TV, film, commercials, and off Broadway. Check out interviews from four seasons of the podcast with Emmy winning producers, showrunners for some of your favorite shows. Writers, agents, casting directors, other actors, you name it. And today we are continuing an incredible four-part miniseries with top social media strategists for actors and the creator of marketing for actors.com. That's number four, Heidi Dean. Heidi is a social media writer for Backstage Magazine, a frequent speaker at film festivals, SAG-AFTRA, AEA, conferences, podcasts, and universities across the country. Her clients include Emmy Award winners, Broadway stars, series regulars, directors, producers, casting directors, and voice actors, so she knows what she's talking about. And last week, we talked all about ways actors can use Instagram right now during the sag after strike. Heidi broke down for us what she suggests we post now that we can't mention TV or film projects. She also explains why she thinks this is the perfect time for actors to cultivate any semblance of a social media strategy and to not wait until we've booked a big project and hired a PR expert to truly utilize social media. There is so much we could be doing now. Our episode today is all about going viral on Instagram or just any social media platform, actually. Creating content that is shareable, relatable, and stoppable. These are Heidi's words. She brought up some points that never even occurred to me, and I even share a bonus tip she shared with me on the mailing list, so make sure to join in the link in the show notes right now. And stay tuned in the end of the episode to hear about Heidi's gift to us, the mentees. Without further ado, here's Heidi Dean. Hi, Heidi. Welcome to Mentors on the Mic. Hi, thanks for having me. Thanks so much for being here. I've been following your content for I don't even know how long between your Instagram, between your YouTube and between your mailing list, which has so much incredible information. For those in our audience who don't know who you are, can you just give us a little idea of your content and what you do and how long you've been doing it? Yes, I'm a social media strategist for actors. Uh, I work with actors, content creators, producers, series regulars, Broadway stars, audiobook narrators, voiceover, voice artists, you know, you name it in the business. I work with them behind the scenes or with my classes. Um, I have a popular blog called marketingforactors.com, and that's the number four if you're tuning in <laughs> just with audio. So that blog I started in 2015. I was already managing social media accounts at the time, but I realized no one was helping the every actor. That's what I said, right? You know, you could only really get social media help back then if you had, you know, social media training. If you had media training, you had PR, you were, you had a lot of money. And so I started my blog really just to help actors clean up their social, learn strategy. And it, within a year, it just took off. And, um, and then the rest is really history with that. Um, I've spoken just about anywhere, SAG after a, Equity, SAG Foundation, podcast, film festivals all over the world. So um, that's a little bit about me. I have a fun, a, a fun life. My daughter, who's eight, Tallulah, says mommy works on Instagram and TikTok and 
Twitter. She, even though she doesn't even know what those things are. So. <laughs> But she knows she's heard them all her life. Oh, that's so lovely. I mean, it's great that you do this. And it's great that you have that you're that resource for people because I feel like and I've talked to a lot of PR experts on the podcast, but a lot of times what they'll tell people is you should start this earlier, start this before you think, you know, you're booking something and and then I'll start. But by the time you go to those PR teams there, they often ask the same questions in a way that you could have you could have started your social media, you could have started, you know, figuring out what your Google presence is prior to coming to them prior to having something big to post. The worst time to ever start using social media is when you have a big booking, right? You need to be focused on being the best actor you can be and showing up and doing your job. The last thing you need to be doing is learning how to use Instagram. That That is something you could be doing right now, right? Um, so that when the opportunity is there, you're ready. You do not want to be doing that when something, you know, when you when you book it. That's a really good point, especially if, if you're so not good at this stuff, but if you know some of the trends, if you know, you know, what kind of content you'd want to collect while you're on set, that stuff will feel like nothing. It won't feel like extra work. It won't feel, you know, um, stressful. It'll feel like, oh, okay, I could just kind of do this in my sleep and then I'll go back to like making sure I'm ready for set. And so it'll all feel fluid. It won't feel stressful. So the trick is to start doing now, even with baby steps, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's all about. It's all about baby steps and really knowing that, you know, your social media isn't just about your bookings. It's not at all. It's it's about your journey of being an actor, but it's also peeling back the curtain and giving us a little behind the scenes into something beyond the projects you book because your audience, they want to know, you know, they want to know about your booking um, if you can post about it, of course, um, but also they want to know how they are just like you. Right. That's what they want to know. And as your following grows, as your career grows, most of your followers will not be actors. So you have to let us into something beyond that. And, um, it's, it's so crucial for, for your strategy. So why wait till you book something to, to share that part of your life? A hundred percent. Well, let's, let's dive in because I have so many questions that I've gotten from listeners, from friends, from actors. What are ways to go viral on Instagram? I feel like everyone looks at other people's numbers and they go, well, they got 200,000 and they got 15,000 and I'm still on 200, 700, 500 views, whatever it is, or I am on 30 likes or 50, whatever it is that you kind of describe as viral. So what are suggestions? And I love this because I, I saw this in, on your blog as well. What are ways that you recommend people to do to potentially increase their chances of going viral? on Instagram? Yes, this is one of the biggest questions I get. You know, I get clients or emails every day that, you know, I've got content. I want people to see it. How, can you help me make this go viral? <laughs> um, I, I will, we'll unpack this. Okay. Um, viral content, especially video. So let's just talk about viral video. Um, it's usually shareable. It's usually relatable. It's usually stoppable. And what I mean by that is it gets us to stop scrolling in our feed. Okay. It's shareable. It's relatable. It's stoppable. And it usually involves three things. And fun fact, I actually just got off a phone call with Instagram, like the Instagram, um, uh, <laughs> it's not like I'm talking to the app. No, with someone from meta with Instagram. And we talked about, um, some very specific, uh, metrics and things that help things go viral. Um, and it's, it's exactly what I taught on my blog. Um, one of the first things, um, viral videos almost always have is a strong hook. Okay. Um, a hook is, um, something that grabs our attention right away. 
in the first one or two seconds. Okay. Um, and that's, if you want your video to be seen, I want you to ask yourself before you hit post, does this video hook our attention right away? Does it grab our attention? You know, social media is crowded. You know, Instagram, what has like one point four or 4 billion users. If you don't hook me in the first few seconds, I'm just going to scroll away. Okay. Um, and that includes even trimming your video. Is there a couple seconds that can be trimmed? Um, a hook can be verbal. So it can be something you're saying. It could be text on the screen and it can also be physical, right? So it could be movement. It could be action. Um, and sometimes the most vi- viral videos have double hooks, right? Mm-hmm. So something is catching our eye, but then there's text on the screen that also hooks us, or we're saying something that's a hook. And there's also text on the screen that hooks us. Okay. And that includes taking out things like, Hey, everyone. Right. And Hey, yeah. God. and I, t- I tend to do that too. I feel like a lot of millennials are like, we're used to just like talking to a crowd for some reason. So yeah. you say remove that too, right? Exactly. Like, um, think about it. Are you more likely to watch a video that pops up in social, especially like if you don't know this person, that's what reels are. TikTok. We are showing up in the reels tab, the explore page, you know, the, the discover page, you know, wherever we are on YouTube shorts, right? We're showing up for new followers. So are you more likely to watch a video, especially with someone you don't know that starts with two seconds of dead air and then begins with, hi guys or hi friends? Or are you more likely to watch a video that starts right away with, you won't believe what happened on set today, or you won't believe what happened at the grocery store today? I mean, the second one for the win, every time I gotta know what happened at the grocery store or what happened on set, right? Um, and I think some of this starts with the idea of we forget that, that content, short form content is for people that don't know us, number one. And also because we watch celebrities, right? Who follows Reese Witherspoon, who follows Jennifer Aniston. Um, they pop up in their videos and they're like sitting there and they're like, hi friends. Hi guys. Um, well, guess what? They actually do hook us because they hook us the minute they're on that screen because we know who they are. They're the hook. And the minute Jennifer Anderson says, hi, friends, I'm like, oh my gosh, she's my friend. This is amazing. Um, I grew up with friends. So like that is actually hooking us, but that the way a celebrity is going to do that is very different than, than the average person, the average actor that we don't know who you are yet. Right. So really, really, you got to hook us right away and be really specific with who it's for or why, what's in it for us? Why should we care? Because without this hook, we're going to scroll away. Okay. So that's the first thing a viral video is going to have. They're going to, it's going to have a hook. It is going to hook us right away. Okay. Um, the second component a viral video is going to have is high watch time. And this is something I just talked to Instagram about. Watch time is the most important metric for your videos. And I'm talking all videos, reels, TikToks, long form YouTube, um, watch time. It's called something different everywhere. YouTube audience retention, right? You know, watch time is everything, right? We've hooked them, but you know, if you hook me and then it's boring and you don't keep me watching, I'm going to leave, right? So how long did people watch your video before leaving? Did they watch it more than once? Did they start watching it again? Right? If you do not, if you hook us, but I'm bored two seconds later, then guess what? That video is not going to go viral. Right. And that effect, that affects the algorithm, right? So the algorithm takes your watch time and goes, Mm -hmm. Oh, well, if you liked it and you watched so much of it, then other people will like it too. You don't need to have a hundred percent watch time though, right? hundred percent is amazing. Some of my viral videos on TikTok have 200% watch time. When one of us 300, meaning somebody watched it three times. People watched it three times. Mm -hmm. And one of them is actually long. It's 60 seconds long. I was so proud of that video that people watched it two times. 
Now that was mapped out. I knew exactly what it was going to be. I teased things along the way. There's so many ways to get more watch time. Um, but what's important for this conversation right now is just knowing watch time is is everything, right? Um, and I see a lot of actors, they're trying to make the video suit, like put everything in this video when really it only needs to be as long as it needs to be, right? How long can that video be? If you're starting out with reels, with TikTok, with YouTube shorts, start short, okay? That's What's just, short in your head? Seven seconds? Well, there's a reason that mo- most viral videos are under seven seconds. Mm-hmm. It's because it's harder to keep people watching longer videos, especially if you don't have a strategy. Okay. Um, but let me just explain watch time. So everyone Please. knows. So like, um, if you watch five seconds of a five second Instagram reel, that's a hundred percent wet watch time. That's awesome. That's why tapping into trends is smart because trends are tested videos that are tested for watch time right? If there's an audio that's funny, it's five seconds long and it's going out. It's been tested for watch time. That's why people are using it, right? It's relatable and it's been tested for watch time. So five seconds of a five seconds uh, reel, 100% watch time. Instagram's going to think this post is awesome and they're going to push it to more people on the explore page and on the reels tab. And this is fact. I know this, but also it was confirmed by Instagram today on my phone call. <laughs> if you only watch 20 seconds of a 60 second reel, that's 33% watch time, right? That tells Instagram, this video is not as awesome and they're not going to push it out as much, even if it's an awesome video, right? It just, you took too long to tell that story. Okay. Um, so hook us in the first few seconds and then deliver your content in the shortest amount of time possible. Okay. So those are the first two things. Hook, watch time. The third thing that happens with most, most viral videos is what I call a spark. Um, and what I mean by that is for so many viral videos, there's an influential account at some point that sees it, relates to it, and shares it with their audience. I call this person the spark. Um, um, they're like the spark. They, they like the, they start the fire, you know, of views and shares and, and make something go viral. Ignition. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes, you know, a spark happens because you end up on the explore page because you've hooked us and it's short watch time, right? Um, or you end up on the for you page, but, um, sparks can also be a famous person or a celebrity sharing it. My daughter has a viral video on my Facebook profile um, that was just meant for my my in-laws to see because they have Android phones and I can't email it to them. So this video was when she was three years old singing Earth, Wind and Fire in the backseat of our car. And she's got a funk face on it, as everyone has said, like she loves funk music. Um, I don't know. Most three-year-olds don't, right? Three-year-old girls. Um, this video, you know, it. It, it hit all the marks for ending for being viral. But at some point, Earth, Wind and Fire actually shared her video. That was the spark. Um, you know, so a lot of people said they got to see this. And that was the spark that really sent it to becoming going viral. Right. Um, so sparks can be planned. Sparks may be a famous person. Right. Um, but a lot of sparks are planned. If you're doing like a viral marketing campaign, um, you can get people to share things. So that's really hook. Uh, high watch time and a spark. If you have those three things and that content is relatable and shareable and stoppable, it's, it's very likely you're going to get some kind of virality to it. Right. I will be honest though. Um, focusing on these three things is going to increase your views. Your engagement is going to increase the chances that it's going to go viral, but I don't really ever like the end goal be to be going viral. And I tell that to any client that that's what they, that's their goal. They want to hire me. I'm like, 
I never work with someone to say, okay, that's, that's our end goal because there's so many other factors that can contribute to, to that happening. Right. Um, and I like to focus on what I can control and what I can't. So when I work with someone, it's like, well, let's, let's look at what we can control. Um, hook high watch time. And can we get a spark? Right. Instead of just like, I'm going to go viral. And a lot of that is with the data, right? Because the only way to know if your content is hooking us, if your content has high watch time, if your content is getting shared is by going into the analytics and the data. And then you can see what's working and you can rinse and repeat that content and it can improve that. Um, but hey, analytics is like a whole training in itself. <laughs> oh, I'll definitely ask you about that later because I, I, I kind of know what I'm doing with analytics. And then other times I'm like, I don't know, this all seems a little gibberish like to me. So definitely want some tips on that. But that's so lovely. And I think a lot of people will get so much value from that. Um, Again, check out her like joiner mailing list. I'll put the link in the show notes and check out all her blog posts because they're just there's so much great information in there, including this. Heidi, thank you so much for coming on for talking talking about social media specifically for actors. You're just an incredible resource, but also light on this platform we call social media. But I appreciate you. I appreciate your time. And where can people find you? Well, you can find me at marketing for actors, the number four.com and across social. I'm marketing for actors, actor on Twitter. Um, and my YouTube, YouTube, YouTube.com slash Heidi Dean, the one place I have my name. Um, yeah. And, um, and I do have a free gift for your listeners. Um, it's oh. 30 days of free post ideas for actors. So 30, 30 ideas that show you both as an actor, but also a human, if that's something you struggle with. And I, the link will be in the description, but also you can go to postlikeaboss.com and it will take you there. Thank you, Heidi. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'll see you on social. Love those tips. I'm definitely already implementing her strategy. Can you tell? Just need to find me a spark. For more on this, I recommend listening to a past episode with Courtney Michelle DeLugos on the podcast. She has about 450,000 followers on TikTok and 20 million likes. And she talks about how her work as an actor and content creator and all about, you know, being shared by celebrities like Lena Dunham and director Taika Watiti and that spark that's needed to make something go viral. Put the link to the episode in the show notes. Next week is my birthday, August 24th, and we will continue with part three of our mini series. What do we do with Instagram highlights and how we can use those to help us in our career? Um, the following week, last but not least, episode four is an ask me anything with Heidi. And I took a bunch of questions from all of you guys, questions I also had and questions from friends who are actors. And I asked her and we just kind of did a rapid fire almost ask her anything, which is so interesting, so informative. And if you've found any of these episodes interesting, you're going to love that one. Don't forget to get Heidi's gift, 30 days of free post ideas for actors. The link is in the description for this, uh, for the show notes for this episode or postlikeaboss.com. Until then, I'm Michelle Simone Miller, and thank you for listening to part two of my mini series with Heidi Dean. Until next time.